0: Oh. oh good. Let's start it off. Welcome to Chaos Therapy. I'm Lay Jordan, obviously, and we are back with a special election wrap-up with the good homie SCA. What's up, Sean?
1: Oh, you know, just
0: uh just really enjoying this. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I was stressed. Like here's how stressed I was. Monday I just deactivated Facebook. Like I was like, nope, I'm not doing it because I know me, I'm gonna end up in an a argument with somebody. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get the talking real spicy, muy caliente, and I'm gonna get my fucking shit turned off by Facebook completely. So it's like, let me just get get it out the way and turn the flagrancy on the Twitter and Instagram. And I was like, that's what I've been doing. Yep.
1: Oh, I can totally get that. I, I you know, the thing is, I wasn't one of those people that thought it was gonna be some. Day one, massive, clean sweep. Um, And especially because of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. uh, you had to realize that everything was going to take an extra couple days. You know, most unlike Washington and Oregon, uh, two states that have have had quick, easy mail in voting for years at this point. Uh, most of the country doesn't have that. So I knew it was going to take an extra couple of days to get everything done. Uh, and lo and behold, that's what happened. Um, I figured that Trump would keep Florida because Florida, and, and this isn't even a joke, Like Florida, South Florida is full of Cubans who, uh, they they are single-minded they, voters. All you right, have to they, do is scare them with the word socialism and all of a sudden they're going to vote for whoever is scaring them.
0: Um, right. And, go ahead. and
1: and and, well, and I I get it. Like I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to talk down to them by any means. I absolutely I understand am. their fear because a, a lot of them, you know, most of that population is related to or has fled from Cuba. Um, ironically how we accept Cuban refugees all the time but you know, God forbid, Hondurans come over. Uh, But these same people don't comprehend the difference between the communist idea of what socialism is, because communism and socialism have nothing in common. The minuscule is
0: the one thing that they have in common.
1: Well, and and look, let me be frank. Communism and socialism are both left-leaning. They absolutely are. Communism is the stress, stress far left idea of of authoritarianism. Yeah, exactly. Exactly how, it, you know, what what you can also call Nazism, but fascism is the extreme hard right uh, of of political ideology. It's that right. version of authoritarianism. They're both they like authoritarianism.
0: They just don't want to share.
1: Right, it, it, it's bad, and and both absolutely lead to their own forms of genocide. Uh, but socialism, again, I'm going to stress this very importantly: socialism is not a political and economic, a political structure. It no. is an economic, economic application. Yeah, and and that's it. And I will always use the idea of: it's not an iPhone; it's it's a an app on it's your a phone. Widget. Yeah. It, it, it's adding Microsoft Office to your phone. That's what it is.
0: And it's it's funny to me, like I said, it's like I lived in Florida for and I I kind of see like they live in a like the not all of them, but a lot of the Latinos that I was around, like lived in a very homogenized area. Like Kissimmee, straight Puerto Rican. Like yeah. Puerto Rican like that's where most of them are. And it's like they get there. And I think here's what I think a lot of it is, they like strength or shows of strength. That like it's been, and I'm not speaking out of turn. like it's been shown that Lat- like Latino culture, is very much machismo. Like the oh, the strong man. When Donald Trump's a strong man, it's not really good on caveats or, um, like, what's the word like? It, getting into the weeds or stuff like that. Like they're not good at that. Um, shit oh, my God, it's escaping me. Context. Well, but like, Yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's the ignore so,
1: context.
0: Yeah, and so it's like, the cue is like, bro, you realize when you leave Miami or you leave Florida, you're Mexican everywhere else. Like, if yeah. you're a Puerto Rican person. You go to L.A., you're Mexican. And you go to Texas, you're Mexican. Nebraska, Wyoming, any place other than probably the East Coast. And I mean, Philly, New York, Boston. DC, you're Mexican. Yeah,
1: those cities are the cities you you named off there. Those are all cities of extreme diversity. So yeah, there is no oh, it's just a Mexican. Like even here in Columbus, you like we openly have numerous different types of people, and it's it's well known and respected. Uh, Like we don't just have an African population, mostly because right. But the thing is, because they also like any any group of people hate each other. Like, <laughs> Nigerians and Somalians do not want to be mistaken for each other. And if you, you
0: you can't confuse Nigerians and Somalians usually by calf muscles. Um, <laughs> that's that's a very that's a very weird a very weird but accurate dude, way to say it. I've played so much soccer and the Somalians have zero cat it's like a it's like the what? whole culture skip leg day.
1: But they can run, organic. but they can run for years. Like, yeah, like I just feel gray, like they they pace. can, yeah. They but at a slow pace. But they can run forever, despite their calves looking small. Great so Yeah. Until it, it falls out. <laughs> but the the uh, the point to be made there though is, you have a group. Ironically, in, in the Cuban and Puerto Rican population, I don't think Puerto Rican as much as Cuban. The, the Cuban population is much larger than the Puerto Rican population. You but would that, think that. Well, the, the Cuban in Miami, yeah, but
0: Orlando yeah. very Puerto Rican.
1: Yes, but but Miami is is a bigger area, and then also right. the Keys, the Florida Keys, are are almost extensively Cuban, um, but the, those areas. The, the thing that's funny that you did point out is they like the authoritarianism. They just don't like it when you talk about it using the word socialism, which is a massive thing that the entirety of the right wing believes in anyway. But Cubans are going to keep voting against their own interests. And I'm sorry, I'm just going to go ahead and say that they are because they've, they've fallen into the trap of wordplay. Yeah. And, and, the thing though is what we've seen with this election is two two major things. One, Ohio and Florida are irrelevant. They don't need to be won. They don't need to be sought after. Nice. When you have Arizona, Arizona having flipped. And blue. Georgia. And Georgia, well, yeah, we'll get to that in just a second. Mm-hmm. Arizona, though, primarily is what I rely on more than Georgia. Arizona has flipped heavily blue because of the Hispanic population there made up of majority Mexican, no doubt, but you have Mexicans, Hondurans, Guatemalans, a lot of different types of people in Arizona mm-hmm. that all are, that all have been suppressed and beaten down by the Republican party. Yeah. And openly, now openly that they, they are, are, yeah. And now that they have been franchised after a massive a massive push to make sure to register them to vote, it has shown that it has swung heavily, at least presidentially, in the favor uh, of the of the Democrats. The same with, I mean, now both, both uh, Senate seats are held by Democrats. You have to remember, just six years ago, both of those seats were held by Republicans that are in one of them being an arch conservative and the other one being John McCain, who served there forever. And now you have uh, Martha McSally losing to both Democrats. In, within two years, you had her first lose to Kristen Cinema two years ago, uh, a by the way, a open bisexual. And then you have her lose this time around to Mark Kelly, a fucking astronaut and husband to Gabby Giffords, who, who you will remember. Yeah, yeah, you will I'm remember the woman that got shot in the face and survived. So she, he had he had almost the breeziest of breezes. Did uh, they he catch actually, the killer?
0: Did they, did they ever yeah. catch him? Is, he's yeah. still alive, right? The guy who shot yeah, he's, he's an, in jail. Uh, an elected an official. He's still alive. Like he had a gun and shot an elected official. And the police found some way to take him alive. But please tell me how... How um George Floyd's day, please tell me how Tamir Rice's day when they were no threat to an elected official. Like about those guys that also hold, I hate to digress. About those guys that You're also good. plotted to kidnap an elected official, like those guys were taken alive too. There was no standoff, even though they're quote unquote militia and they have guns. They're taken alive, right? Well,
1: I will say I agree with you in the rage and annoyance, but I will say okay. on on the governor plot. It's not like they caught them in the middle of it. Like they they sna- they snuffed it before it happened. So for me it's just kind of like uh, you know that one I'll give a pass to why they didn't murder everybody. <laughs> yeah. Now, the other two I absolutely I absolutely agree. Uh it, it's it's all about training and it's because for some reason they perceive black people as a threat. Apparently a 14-year-old or a 12-year-old Twelve. or whatever. 12, yeah playing with a BB gun, a rifle, uh, consummates a literal drive-by shooting by police uh, who apparently think that they are in Rwanda in 1996.
0: Um, Rwanda now, obviously. Or, I mean, like South Sudan. It's not
1: nearly as bad now, and yeah. I'm only I'm only using that reference because I am on um, part two of writing about the African uh, Civil War. And let me tell you, holy shit. Uh, anyway... <laughs>
0: I think the thing is that like with it comes about the people uh, and I had this discussion with this guy on Twitter. Actually, it was a discussion. He's like, well, my father escaped socialism. I'm like, no, your father escaped bad leadership that happened to have socialism as an economic policy. There's a difference. Like, oh, tell me where socialism's worked. I was like, all right, cool. You said now me. I pay attention to words. When you say words, I take you at what your words say. If you say I can jump 10 feet in the air, I'm going to be like, cool. And if you only jump five or seven, be like, see, I told you I could jump 10 feet. No, you jump seven feet. Like, well, I got close. You didn't say you can jump really high. You didn't leave it there. You said a specific. One. And so I was like, I was like the Nordic countries, most of Europe, Korea. Japan, like South Korea, Japan, like they are what people will call a social, like like the idea, and I was like, what do you, like the idea of social, I was like, what do you consider failing? Because I need to find out what parameters you're talking about. Because I think when people have these conversations, and one of the things that I got mad about, because one of my, my daughters, Riley's mom didn't vote, and it, I was like, and she was like, oh, well, Biden's just as bad as Trump. Now, her mom's a Republican, and Lord bless her, she's a great one, but just like a week for years, we just have conversations where I'm literally having to debunk everything she's ever thought about politically with actual facts and like context. And I think the thing that people and she, and my ex, like my ex, she showed me this, she shared me this video and I'm sitting there thinking, it's like, there's nothing that you know politically that I haven't known for years. And I got mad because I'm sick of having conversations with people who haven't put the work in. I've been an anarchist since the year 2000, since the Bush-Gore debacle. And so, and I've been politically aware since that too. And so I've always paid attention to politics, uh, either international, domestic, society, economic policy science. I've done it all. I've built my knowledge base built by brick as as well you and as most of my friends that we've had these conversations. So it's like... I'm sitting here at the fucking Taj Mahal that I built brick by brick and you're at a one bedroom apartment and you're thinking that you can tell me something new. And I'm like, don't insult me. And it's like, I don't have the words to concisely put 20 plus years of political knowledge about things going back uh, at least 100 years to where you would get it. And so it's like, I can't, I, I'm disgusted that you would think that you would have information that I haven't known about. Like, there's a difference between knowing the facts and knowing the proper context. And people just, they just get lumped up. Oh, this is a fact. This is a fact. You don't have the fucking proper context. And the fact that you're just now getting into this is, is depressing because you've had plenty of opportunities to know this information. You know what I'm saying? And you yeah. refused to search for it till it became trendy. You aren't having these tough conversations. You aren't talking about the history of, of the Rwandan genocide. You aren't talking about the Somalian uh, Civil War. You're not talking about um, Chiang Kai-shek and Mao Zedong, the revolution in China. You're not having these conversations. So don't come to me thinking you're giving me new information and being upset when I give you the, you don't know what you're talking about. You have to be, and this sounds very arrogant, so I, I catch the iron. You have to be very humble in order to acquire new information and context. And I feel a lot of people aren't.
1: I think that it's not, you, you have it almost right. I think that people will take context, but they'll reject it if it doesn't fit within their worldview. Uh, oh. Any time I receive information that goes against my personal viewpoint, I don't automatically reject it. Hence, four years ago when Trump won, um, I, I just said, well, he won and I moved on. I didn't sit there and go, wait a minute. He's only up by 27,000 votes in Wisconsin. Um, we need to have a recount because that might be wrong. I didn't say that. And even then, by the way, Jill Stein's dumbass paid for a recount in Wisconsin, and it actually added three hundred votes to Trump and like hundred and thirty to Hillary. So it, not not twenty seven thousand. It's 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 an insurmountable amount. The same way that this year Biden being up by twenty two thousand is insurmountable. It's not going to be. It's not going to be overtaken. And that that part of the problem with liberals today is not being willing to take the context and text and run with it they can't like looking at it right now joe biden has won the presidency you have retained the house of representatives Mm -hmm. and you have a shot at at 50 50 splitting the senate which effectively would give you the senate since kamala harris would be vp and the deciding vote Exactly. How the fuck are you not celebrating? How the fuck are you sitting there complaining and bitching because the progressive wing of your party, who, who has maintained their seats, has not lost a single fucking seat in house? You're complaining that they're making your, your life hard because of being, uh, the, their rhetoric with uh, defunding the police and, and all of this. That's not... No... That's a winning hand that is being played. And instead of playing the hand that wins for you locally, you're just trying to play defense. It, if you don't, it, whatever you believe in, if you don't believe that you need to defund the police and you're a Democrat, that's fine. That's what the whole point here. Everyone needs to stop saying because you're a Democrat, you need to believe this. Or you're a Republican, you need to believe this. Fuck that. If you are a Democrat and you say, I'm not with the defund the police thing, but I'm pro-universal health care. Why the boom. fuck am I going to argue with you? Run Why with the that. fuck am I going to argue with you? You run on how you believe you can win. That's fine. But stop blaming Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Stop blaming Ayanna Pressley. Stop blaming Ilhan Omar. Stop run. blaming Rashada Talib. Shut the fuck up. Or Bernie. Stop Yeah, stop blaming all of these people that have fucking won in 2018 that gained you the majority, motherfucker. You didn't have the majority before 2018. You didn't have a majority for eight fucking years because you just fucked around all the goddamn time. That's why you need to stop acting like this. Because... Oh, because Nancy Pelosi doesn't want it? Nancy Pelosi's a fucking
0: loser. She's been a loser her she entire go home time. She to be a family woman. Go home and be a Meemaw. She,
1: she, needs, she needs to stop trying to be a leader because her leadership has done nothing but Absolutely lose nothing. the Democrats. The only people, the, the people that won in 2018 to give you the majority that you, you currently enjoy were progressives. They weren't centrist cuck motherfuckers
0: okay no progressives <laughs> the thing is too the cent, like the progressives are centrist because here's they're why. centrist like in they're the centrist goddamn world we have been pulled so much to the fucking right and so here's i think it was, about it like this yeah. republic like the democrats worry too much liberals worry too much about twitter and facebook they worry too and instagram republic like in conservatives they're worried about the face to face, and I think that was the big difference. Because, and you think about this: how it goes to voting, Tw- Twitter activism, Facebook activism is voting by mail, it's absentee ballot. What progressives are not progress, What conservatives and fascists are doing, they're out there in the streets right now. But and I was uh, listening to the dollar. And they're talking about Abby Hoffman, who I had no idea who he was until listening to them. And uh, on, uh, the uh, Chicago 7, it's on Netflix, and it talks about Abby Hoffman and everything else. Abby Hoffman pretty much said, I'm a leftist. I'm not a liberal. And the guy doing the dialogue, he says, liberals push back on leftists until when leftists succeed and then liberals want to co-opt. Like, they want to wave, right? And I thought about, I was like, yeah, I'm not a liberal at all. I'm very much a leftist because I want radical change. Just incremental shit is bullshit. And the thing is, too, whether you're conservative or liberal, like, I do, I still want you to be able to have health care. I still want you to be able to get a surgery that you need so you don't go fucking broke. I want you to be able have, have a living wage so you can fund whatever cockamamie shit that you come up with. Like I want everybody to eat, and conservatism is literally not wanting to fucking share. That's it. That, that it's not wanting to share, and w- especially when it comes to healthcare. Well, I don't want to pay for free healthcare because some illegal could take advantage of it. Are you seriously looking past your mother who is on dialysis or takes pills, um, medicine because she needs it, and that shit's costing you? You live in Westford, fucking Virginia. You are broke. If anybody could use a government funded health care from the states that do take income tax, it would be you. But you don't want to share because some brown person may come and take it? Suck my fucking dick. Suck. Well,
1: see, there's, there, there's, and you're right. And there's a book called White Trash. And I advise anybody to read this book. And it gives a long, long detailed history of the United States white person starting all the way back in the 1600s. And the importance of it is because you have to understand that the entire basis of the agricultural white man is you will sacrifice anything that would benefit you just to make sure that you can refer to that person as an N-word, just to make sure... That you know that you're better than them. Hey, look, that guy is a slave. And I mean, he does get shelter and food and all this other stuff because we need him to be alive. And you are starving to death and you are extremely malnutritioned. You live in a shack. But you know what? You're white. That makes you better. They need to believe that. Because if if they don't have that belief, then their entire world crumbles. And there's a large amount of those people still a large amount it's and always said, fascinating
0: me that they would do that it
1: is it's extremely fascinating and you know uh, there's an interaction with uh, uh my wife's friend uh friend slash coworker uh made a status, and i don 't remember exactly about what it was it was obviously election related but someone commented on there saying you know worried because he works for a coal company and in 2020 exactly like He have a
0: beta (laughs) max (laughs) too
1: well and and i just said on like i was i just said on there like you know i'm trying to be trying to be nice and understanding and caring like i'm not going to say that you need to lose your fucking job i don't believe that but what i simply said is hey you're working in a dying industry you're, you're right. working in an industry that is... You work at in.
0: Blockbuster.
1: Yeah, it, exactly. It's like working at Blockbuster. Because I worked at fucking Blockbuster in 2009. You would work, work. You would work Of course I did. Of course I would. Every like, I two won-
0: years, I would rent from Blockbuster and never bring it back. <laughs> and eventually, and eventually they
1: were... Yeah, mine was SSX Tricky. That was what I rented and never returned.
0: <laughs> and uh what was the other one? A skate 3.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it's Skate 3, god, what a great game. Too. Uh
0: Skate coming out next year,
1: baby. Yes it is. But the the thing that that you have to point out is you you're working in a dying industry. So what I cuz like I'm I'm an engineer. Like I work in computer science as an engineer. My I can go work for any fucking company in this country. Because they all need what my skills provide. Okay, right. I, I right now at least for the next foreseeable ten to fifteen years, and until, you know I I've, I'm in school right now. I'm actually getting my degree. There's a shitload of certifications that you can take. Again, I don't have a degree right now, and I work in this position. Mm-hmm. I'm getting my degree, and there's and it's computer tech, so there's always certifications to be had. Oh, but and gonna whole, get more. Right, and my whole point is. If you look at, you know, I, I'm working on Python as, as a certification as well, which is coding. And right. you have to look at the position that I'm in, and you can see, okay, damn, you can go work anywhere. You could work for yeah. Chase Bank. You could work for, like right now, I work, I work in IT for a construction company, uh, or not just a construction, they do a bunch of stuff, but they're a conglomerate, a massive conglomerate. I, I, I've worked for credit card companies. I've worked for nonprofits. I can work anywhere on the planet because they all need the skills that I have in one fashion or the other.
0: I can't hey, come work, February 5th I'll have the exact same shit bro. I can't
1: exactly. It, you work for a coal company handling coal machinery. How does that translate to anywhere on the continental United States? It doesn't
0: it does you can't do that and, shit any place where they don't have fucking coal
1: right and the problem is in the since bush not bush since trump has been in office eight coal companies have closed their doors since since trump in this year between yeah. i believe it was april and june somewhere in that area 6000 jobs were cut there were another 8000 cut in 2019 yeah, it's an
0: industry.
1: It's an industry that's going gone, and it doesn't
0: blown, just blowing the tops off of mountains.
1: Well, there because the problem is coal as a concept, uh, as a, a a industry, is too expensive in comparison, in particular, to fracking and solar. It is now cheaper to purchase parts to make solar panels. And install them than it is to run a coal company. What do, and we, what or, do we
0: use coal for now anyway?
1: Like we we the a it. We occasionally still use it for electricity for some reason, for power. I should just say in general.
0: I thought um, we should went straight nuclear or water.
1: Well, nuclear we're never going to do because they just after Russia's Chernobyl and then they our smaller up. version of Chernobyl. In Jersey? Uh, Three Mile Island. Yeah. Uh, no I, one oh wants. God, no one wants to it. do it. And while while I think it's you know over overblown how dumb of a concept it is to not do it, I also get it because yeah. if if it goes down at all, I mean, District Thirteen, nuclear, nuclear fallout kind of a you know all of a sudden Fallout Four is a real game. Um, that
0: and the weed in Jersey will be super fucking potent.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it would be uh, very, very green, <laughs> glowing. But the the whole point I was trying to make to this person was: you work in a dying industry, and your skills don't translate. Mm-mm. You need you need to look outward and understand that you're just because you're pappy and your grandpappy and his pappy, just because all of them worked in a coal mine and it's been a generational thing, doesn't mean that your kid or your kid's kid will work there. And you need to deal with that rationality right now. You need oh. to look into an industry. And so I, I just simply said, look at look at solar panels. Solar panels are going to need installers. Solar panels are going to need maintainers. They're going to need programmers. Yeah. These are things that are necessary. In, in Columbus here, We passed issue one, which was an initiative to start pushing solar panels. There are going to be jobs. There are going to be jobs for this. And there's going to be hundreds of thousands of jobs that are bred for this. Because it's going to take decades to get these built, maintained, engineered and you're going to need people to run and maintain the systems that these things rely on. Right. And his response and a response apparently of his friend was, well, you you don't you lack education because you don't seem to realize that these jobs still exist. So then I had to go ahead and g- grab a couple so of So does articles.
0: crack you fucking tard? <laughs> like what are you talking about? Like
1: the, That's why I had to go grab argument. It's in, in but that but that argument encapsulates that white terror. That's what you got to
0: realize.
1: That scared whiteness of, well, there's still jobs here.
0: Good for you.
1: Okay, <laughs> great. It, 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 the, the, the whole point to it is you have a job today, but you won't have a job tomorrow. No, and that town, that town, T O W N, town that you live in, where that coal mine is, is it's die. eventually, it's eventually going to be everyone works at the Wendy's and the Pizza Hut or the and, Dollar General. Yeah, and you're going to realize very quickly that it cannot self-sustain because you're getting paid more than than what you think. You know, you're getting paid a lot to work at these coal factories because you're making eighty. Union- 80- you're making eighty, a hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year, and you're not comprehending that you're quite literally skating on thin ice. Facts. And eventually, that ice is going to give, and you're going to be in the cold ass water and not knowing how to pay your mortgage.
0: And that water is going to be dirty as fuck because all the runoff.
1: Well, and and you're going to quickly realize that that town you live in, that's of a modest size, doesn't have any jobs. No. That you can afford to take because you can't take a twenty five thousand dollar a year job working at a, at a Wendy's or working in a bottling plant, which are also going the way of the dinosaur. You can't do that and then sit there and be OK. So you're comfortable. You have to get yourself uncomfortable to be able to then make a decision. And they're never going to blame the person whose fault it actually is. Because it's not Trump's fault, it's not Biden's fault. I mean, it's Trump's fault that he lied to you, but yeah. but you you bought the lie, so that's on you now, buddy. But it the fault of it is just the country doesn't need it anymore. It doesn't need it. You need to go into an industry that it needs. Like what? What do you are you going to be the same person that worked as a telephone operator, right? Switching switching lines. Oh, God, you know, my job will be, to be around forever. Alley, alley. Yeah, the, you know, what do you, you, did your profession in a bag boy? Like, the, these positions, things change. There's certain things that don't change. You know, the, the same way that, that 50 years ago you needed someone to work on car maintenance, you still do today. It's an right. industry that will never go away, even as cars become electric, because they're still going to have parts and components that you need to be able to fix. Computers are the exact same thing. You always need hardware, you always need software. We're moving much more towards software and personal devices, Uh, you know, laptops are, almost no one has a desktop anymore. I have a desktop solely because I do some editing and I have a shitload of RAM in it. (laughs) I do some audio and video editing and it's easier for me to do it through there than it is to do it on my laptop. But even then, if my desktop died, I can use it all on my laptop if I need to, right People use tablets more people's phones Stones. are little computers that's why you're,
0: Microsoft has dropped like if it wasn't i'm tell, and I've thought about this if it was not for the Xbox Microsoft might have gone they they'd have so much less market share just in in oh, general no, no, no.
1: you you're you're missing, you're missing the big thing there they, i mean here's the thing one they, they wouldn't be the number one. Relevant. The the number one the number one used operating system in the world is Windows. Yeah, the most distant number two is Apple's uh, um their, their uh, Mac. And you got to remember the Mac ain't got shit on Windows ten for usability, for for how, how things work. The other thing too is Win Office Microsoft Office. the the license for a a uh for a business per month. Runs about four hundred bucks. I know because I handle this all the time. So So they're making billions
0: to that big ass tech uh, thing. Like Amazon went, Google went, Facebook went. I think someone else went, but they like they didn't call Bill Gates to Congress or anyone else to Congress from Microsoft. Well, no, he
1: doesn't. He doesn't work for Microsoft anymore. He doesn't even really own stock.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying like they didn't bring anyone from Microsoft at all to that big Senate hearing. I think either last year or a couple years ago.
1: Well, it's, that's because they, they were dealing with a certain security thing. So, actually, and here I can explain it for you. So, Amazon, and this is a very little-known thing, Amazon has most of the world's cloud storage. Yeah,
0: they do. Yeah, they,
1: own they own the majority... Do. Of the world's cloud storage, so the reason that they were included on that is because they handle almost everyone's cloud storage in the same way. And I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself sound real weird with this. You know who Jeffrey Star is, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. the Racist gay dude.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, so the one of the things like Jeffrey Star has their own like lipstick line. They do their own yeah. their own makeup product line. That's fine, whatever. But he they don't make shit kind. on them. Right. They don't make shit on that. Jeffree Star makes all their money because they own all of the warehousing that all of these other makeup people use. Right. So they make all of their money by basically just being the storage center. Yeah, that's yeah. what Amazon's doing. Amazon, now, don't get me wrong. Amazon makes a lot of money from their online sales and, and, and everything else, but they make the vast majority of their money being the gigantic world's
0: cloud storage. The thing is, too, with with Amazon, is that they actually do not make money on their like they they make money on their web services, so they can sell shit for mad cheap on Amazon.com. Because Amazon doesn't make shit, and I was explaining this to some roommates like, um, like even Dick Sporting Good has DSG clothing. They sell something, you know what I'm saying? So there's something that like, there's yeah. no Amazon tablet. There's no, I mean, there's a Kindle, obviously, but like, there's no Amazon shoes. Like you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like they they lose money on the thing on being the go between between vendor and consumer. And so,
1: yeah they, you know, they make a they make a but they, they a have everybody off the top. Yeah, yeah. it's the thing is they are all and they also they don't have to market ever. At they birth, don't have to don't market have a single thing. They they don't have to they, they spend almost nothing on marketing. It's completely the only time they really do it is is around the beginning of the year when everyone's uh, Amazon Prime is coming up and they want to remind you to keep that shit. And I will tell you, every year, I keep that shit. You got you.
0: <laughs> their infrastructure, dude. You can't escape them now. Like.
1: No, their, their infrastructure and their cloud storage and, and, and everything else that they offer. AWS, um,
0: I heard from my homeboy, Will Swanson, um, who you have spirited conversations with all the fucking time. Uh, yeah. He told me, damn. I, I like, I like Will, hair. though. Oh, I love I, 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 love give, I like Will. You guys are amazing, but it's like they have thirty four percent of the market share. Next after them is Azure, as far as like cloud services go, and then Google's like nine percent.
1: Well, people got to realize that when you when you say thirty four percent, that's billions. Billions. <laughs> thirty four. percent is billions. Because and other then, places
0: have their own servers, but right, Amazon and well, wants everybody. They have the CIA. Is like, hey, roll we'll guard your shit.
1: Yeah, well, one thing to point out too is that Azure number you gave is going to eventually overtake uh, um, Amazon. And it's going to overtake Amazon because what, what they're going to do is if you have Microsoft Office, you have to use Azure. We're actually, right. where I work at, we're actually getting Azure here pretty soon. Um, it, it's, it's going to become a requirement to use. And in all honesty, it's the only way to go. Like cloud storage is the, is the wave of the future. It is right. the way things are going. And again, the, these are things that I, you know, I'm on the up and up on them because they're part of my gig. They're what I do, and also because I find them just brutally fascinating.
0: They are.
1: Um, and th- that's, you know, to round about to what we were talking about. That's my whole point. Is I- I've I'm ever evolving as a person, and that includes in what I do professionally as a job for work. You know. It, the every blacksmith in history didn't start out as a blacksmith. They started out that family started doing something else.
0: Then and, they married a white smith and had a gray smith
1: <laughs> or a light. Then smith. Had, <laughs> yeah. Then they had a, <laughs> then they had a mixed smith. And uh, let me tell you, he's a hell of a football player. Right. Every uh, <laughs> 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 uh, But, but you, you've got, you, you have to be able to willingly dabble into an area that gets you to a next level. I mean, prior to working in this, I was a waiter, and I worked a little bit of customer service in retail. Yeah. And I eventually got the opportunity to go to school for this after I got my job in it. Mm. And I got my job because a friend of mine worked for, for a company, and they were able to get me on the ends. So I got in and literally four years later, I have almost doubled my take home. And that's kind of the point here is you're,
0: you you're need going to on
1: okay. Well, the important thing, the two important things for work are one, you have to be able to make yourself indispensable, but not but not too high up. You need to be indispensable at the middle. Because the indispensable at the middle doesn't get fired. Right. And the other thing you have to do is be willing to make changes. You have to be willing. It may be uncomfortable. I've, you know, I've switched jobs four times in the last three and a half years. Because, well, one was a promotion, but still it was a different job. Mm -hmm. The reason I did that is because I hit a ceiling in each area. I couldn't go any higher. I was comfortable in both positions, but I didn't get paid enough. So then I switched to a new place. I was making a lot more. But the thing is, the ceiling was there. And I was never going to break that ceiling. So I left and I took a position where I got paid a little tiny bit less, not much. But the ceiling is wide open for me. And also, we have pretty damn good health insurance. And I feel that that is very important. You supplement it. Yeah. And it will, and overall, are like, it's a net gain for us because our health insurance through my wife is like 420 a month, mm. going to mine, where our health insurance is 240 a month. So, Even <laughs> losing, losing 50 cents an hour, I'm actually net gaining uh, about $110 a month. So, there, there, that, there was a no question, a no brainer on making that decision. But what, I, what I'm trying to point out here in this long diatribe mm-hmm. is that you have someone working in an industry that's dying. And I can point out as dying because the, the companies keep closing up, the jobs keep drying up, and the entire industry as a whole is leaving this country. Yeah, And their and... response is always defensiveness and saying that you're dumb because they can't accept reality. And that's part of the problem with, specifically with white men. White women tend to be much more open to change and much more open to understanding and rationalizing things.
0: Kind of like I think parasites. Well... I, mean, I don't mean to call all <laughs> white women parasites. Just the conservative ones. But I'm just saying it's so like... <laughs> We're going I, on, I go just ahead. think...
1: I just think that the the difference being is uh, women tend to in general, be more open to empathy, more empathetic, more understanding. Whereas white men have this, and and I've, I've fallen into it myself, have this belief that they have to be big, strong man. Me, me take care of family. Like we're just fucking dumb cavemen and they need to be able to sit back and understand, dude, we all have weakness. It's okay. You can cry. It's okay. Like, Dude, I've shed tears from this fucking asshole getting beat. That's a fucking loot leak. This This is the most meaningful vote I've ever had in, since 2008. The first time I ever voted was for Obama. And I, since I 2008 know. to now, this is the most meaningful vote we've ever had.
0: For me, it's like I get and I understand the magnitude of Obama being elected, but like I said, at 21, full of just piss and vinegar, I'm eight years into being an anarchist. The so things that I wanted, I still want now, but, and I've my roommates, just like, I understand being an anarchist is very much privileged, just like being a libertarian. Libertarian, I feel, is, is priv- your privilege if you have financial um, capabilities, for being an anarchist, if you have the physical and mental capabilities, like if the whole government Wicca puts right now me as a 33 year old healthy male, strong tall male, I'm not going to I have all of my faculties I would be okay I can walk, I can see I can hear, if you are a person who cannot do any of those things and you need government assistance to help with those things, you are fucked and and I registered to vote partly because my roommate, uh, my roommate in Florida said, Hey, I need you to register to vote. I need you to vote. No excuses, no bullshit. And I was like, Hey, you saved my life. I will do this. But it's like, I, you have to recognize, I had to recognize my own privilege of what I want. And the reason why I want it is because of total freedom. Like, I'm all about keeping that same energy. If you're a fucking raging racist, if you're a fucking homophobe, if you're the worst person on the planet, in an anarchistic system, you can be that, and there's no, there's no social um, backlash in, it, in the sense of you'll lose your job because there are no jobs. Everyone can be free. But with an, with an anarchy, I realized that it would end up going back to a communal-based system of living aka communism because if you live in an area around people who you get along with you're going to farm you're going to grow stuff and you're going to take care of each other as a community people don't you're eventually going
1: to go you're eventually going to turn into a town exactly and that town will eventually evolve into a small city and that small city you, there's, there's really no way reset. to break the social cycle. I mean, that's really just all it is. Because we, we, as, we are social creatures. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm glad you actually used that transition because you, your friend getting you to vote in 2008 and pushing you to do it, <clears throat> that is the reason why Georgia has gone blue. And that one reason is Stacey fucking Abrams. Do and I don't think enough people can put more respect on that fucking woman's name. Put her in front of Pelosi. That that woman that right now, actually, by the way, you can make anyone Speaker of the House. They don't actually have to be a House member. I just want to point that out. I
0: did Uh, not know that.
1: Yeah, you yeah, you don't have to be a member of the House. They can nominate anybody. Um, an important thing to point out here, which uh, you right now in twenty twenty. Stacey Abrams is the closest thing to Martin Luther King Jr. that The black community has had since his death. And I'm not exaggerating when I say
0: that. Oh, I definitely need to go into this one because this is great.
1: Stacey Abrams lost the governorship race in Georgia in 2018. She didn't lose it by much, mind you. Didn't lose it by much. So... She lost it to an absolute piece of shit racist. I forget his, his first name, but his last name is Kim.
0: Yeah, Brian Kim.
1: Brian Kim, thank you. I knew it was some white bread kid's name from Hoosiers. Brian's about right. Uh, so she lost it to him, and he was previously the Secretary of State, and he pushed through a bunch of measures to make registering to vote and voting more difficult. Mm-hmm. Because that's what Republicans do. They don't win by vote; they win by voter suppression, by hook or by crook. So, so what Stacey Abrams did is she developed a plan and worked with the the uh, Democratic Committee, the DNC, to make this plan come to fruition. So between 2018 and and the cutoff for the uh, for voting in in Georgia. She registered 800,000
0: voters. I saw that.
1: 800 fucking thousand in a two-year period. 800,000. She single fucking handedly won the state of Georgia for Joe Biden. There was no other anything than her getting these people to register because that is like a 2,000 vote margin is what we're talking about right now. Keep in mind, this woman lost the governorship by, I think, two points, two or three points, which in Georgia is about like 50 to 100,000. So if that 800,000 strong is able to vote for a a governor in two years, uh, I believe it's two years from now. Yeah. Two years from now. If she wants to run again, or if someone else wants to run, that person can win. And that there's nothing that Brian Kemp can do about that. Because they're all legally registered, they're all in the voter <laughs> rolls, and she actively made it so that Georgia is now a top up state. I think Keisha
0: Lance Bottoms should run for Georgia. Um, oh, I
1: agree. Her run for and Georgia then
0: uh, government, and then I think I uh, think Stacey Abrams should run for Senate.
1: Well, no, I see what I well, uh, Senate would be six years from now because currently oh, the two okay. seats are up. Uh, you actually have Reverend Reverend Warnock uh, going up against Loeffler. Uh, I think Warnock has a very good chance of actually of actually winning it. Uh, and the other one is David Perdue and John Ossoff. I actually like John Ossoff, despite him being most assuredly a centrist. Uh, again, he's a Georgian Democrat. Not all Democrats have to be rah rah free health care rah rah weed. 50 like not years every Democrat Georgia Democrats there.
0: were a completely different breed, so I'll take
1: it. Yeah. Georgia Democrats freely used to use the N-word as though they were talking about water. So let's go ahead and just appreciate that they don't do that now. That well, and that's not just Georgia Democrats, that was just kind of Georgians. All of the Democrats.
0: <laughs> like yeah. when I found out that they won Jamaican and Savannah, I was like, oh yeah. shit. And then when I saw yeah. they won Augusta. I was like, oh, this is wild.
1: All they did, all Stacey Abrams did was was go to every goddamn black community in these major cities, which has an absolute shitload of black people, and say, we're going to get y'all registered to vote. They voted, and my God, did they come out in droves. The last time
0: Georgia was blue jfk Jim, and, jimmy jimmy yeah jimmy, jimmy yeah. fucking carter oh jimmy jimmy carter gets so much slack but jimmy carter might be one of the top five american white people he is it, it, again, again, like, this is an all important of american thing in history jimmy carter i put jimmy carter above george washington to all of the founding fathers here's well they were above,
1: all they were all racists yeah, <laughs> well, true.
0: here's what i put above jimmy carter John Brown obviously you got right. you got to and then JFK there's another white person but Jimmy I put Jeff, Jimmy Carter above Abe Lincoln cuz I, I would he, I would also throw in I, he, I would
1: also throw in Bernie Sanders only because you're talking about a guy who got arrested fighting for civil rights in the 60s any I, any white person that got arrested for fighting for, for civil liberties in the, in the 60s, you, you deserve one. You if, deserve, here's I a I no. would love
0: to have an Avengers be John Brown, Bass Reeves, and Nat Turner. That movie where they're just <laughs> going around killing races. The good thing is not too many people listen to this, so this idea is not going to get stolen. So, But I'm telling you, <laughs> John Brown and his son, Jimmy, uh, Bass Reeves, who to me is the greatest black man on the planet? He beat up his slave master and then rode off, like he didn't kill him. Like Nat would have killed him. He whooped his monkey ass and then took his horse and left. And that slave owner just had to sit there with the with the dumb face, like I just got beat up. Nothing I can do. I mean, it sucked probably like, for the rest of the slaves. Like, but are then he you are one you the greatest man ever?
1: And if I find out
0: Doc Holiday wasn't racist, I'm putting him in top five, too. Just because of Val Kilmer. (laughs) Like, if Val Kilmer met uh, Doc Holiday, Doc Holiday would be like, man, I'm not that fucking cool. But thank you. I I appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, well, and and we have to, well, to point out for the Jimmy Carter thing, Jimmy Carter is one of the nicest human beings to ever live. Mm hmm. Uh the, especially probably the nicest person to ever be president. I mean you're talking about a guy who's in his nineties who spends Still his building, off years houses. building houses for people. That is that is what he does with his time. Like I'm not that great. I will fully admit that my old ass will be playing PlayStation twelve. Like that that's what my old ass will be doing. He
0: outlived two presidents that came after him.
1: Yeah. He's, he outlived, he's outlived Nixon, he's outlived Reagan, H.W. Uh, Bush. Bush. Hell, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Clinton's ass died first.
0: If Clinton <laughs> dies before Jimmy Carter, I'm going to laugh.
1: Yeah, you can't do anything but laugh. <laughs> like, lie, I'm mean.
0: How's Jimmy still walking up right in <laughs> Like, bro, and they say the good die young. No, sometimes good die young, but the great lift forever.
1: But also the most evil and destructive either die almost immediately or live forever, too. Yeah,
0: Pol Pot was kicking for a while.
1: He was kicking for a long while, despite, you know, getting everyone killed. I actually own the the Pol Pot book written by Philip Short. Uh, If you haven't, if you know very little about Pol Pot, go read about it and then also realize that America was
0: totally cool with it. Because he was fighting because he wasn't quote unquote socialist. Like no, he's he's well, basically because the
1: devil. he Because he because he let us bomb northern part of his country. Yeah. Because he wanted <laughs> we to said, kill him hey,
0: anyway.
1: We hey, we want to bomb this part because we're at war with, with the Vietnamese. Do those people wear glasses?
0: Um, we think so. Bomb the fuck out. What?
1: Yeah, okay, <laughs> I'm fine with that. And we proceeded to bomb the shit out of them because Nixon's a bastard, but we digress. Um, so the, the thing with Georgia that has to be, has to be pointed out is you have all of these people that are newly registered that, you know, they, they were fully capable and able to, to go out and vote and they voted effectively and they voted the way that they wanted to. And what it's shown, um, especially when you have, you know, Reverend Warnock, who really has a shot at at being a senator from Georgia. And you also have Ossoff, who has a good shot at being uh, a senator as well. Both of those people desperately need, and, and Reverend Warnock is black, Ossoff is not. But both of those people desperately need the black vote from Georgia to show up. And everyone talks about how traditionally, oh, you know, it's a runoff election at the beginning of the, uh, at the beginning of the year. The people tend to not show up. But the thing is, because of how mail-in voting works in Georgia, they're going to be able to show up. And everyone that uh, that voted for this part of the election, you think they're not going to still be down to vote with fucking sugar tits still in office bitching and whining? Of course they are. Like you're talking about you're talking about the the most insufferable prick to ever be president, who got beat because everything that he won by a thin margin flipped on his ass. Um, Then let's go ahead and jump onto that too because that's just fun. Uh, We talked about Wisconsin and it it's flipping from twenty seven thousand plus for Trump in twenty sixteen to twenty two thousand pending recount plus for Biden. The the fucking split in Michigan needs to be talked about because that's the, the split only time I rooted for
0: Michigan. I'm gonna be dead ass serious. Hey, um, look, fucking, <laughs> I,
1: amazing blue, baby. Ohio State, get your hey, shit. Hey hey, 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 let let's <laughs> not go too far. Listen,
0: I get it, Sean. I'm with you. I, I, I'm talking to like the wall as if I'm looking at you dead now. I'm with you, but it's fall, and come let December twelfth. All that love is gonna I, I remember my mom, I remember when Bo Schinbeckler died before the game of the century, which I actually ended up going to. And it's like my mom was like I come in from work, my mom was like, Bo Schinbeckler died the day before the game. I'm like, mom, if this would have been two weeks ago, I might have cared. Like I couldn't give like <laughs> the level I, at a at from zero to, to one hundred, I'm at like a two giving a fuck that Bo Schinbeckler died right now. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, we're number one, they're number two, like th- the stakes are too fucking high. And like I just I couldn't. I could not care that but Bo- I feel bad for his family. God rest his soul, bullshit buck, he was still a buckeye as go pants. But dude, you die the day before the game and they still go out and lose. Like, don't.
1: But that was damn good game. <laughs> was,
0: oh my gosh, great <laughs> yeah, game. That's
1: one of the best football games I've ever watched.
0: I met Chris uh, Carter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, but the, the thing with Michigan, you have to remember with the votes, is he won Michigan by 10,500 roughly, give or take, in 2016. Right. In 2020, he lost it by over 120,000. Nigga, we don't like you. People That's die. the point. People, the, the, what it proves to most people is two major things. One... People in Michigan didn't care for Hillary Clinton because she didn't care for them. Yeah. That's an absolute fact. And two, and this is just as important, people really hate this motherfucker. And so it took very little convincing for them to vote against him. Detroit voted 95 to 5 for Biden.
0: The thing is, Detroit got, like, you... The uh, thing is, like, he pissed people off enough to where they're like, oh, I'm going to vote. Like, right. man, we can't do he, two- Like, every... It it felt like every week bullshit was happening with this guy. Every fucking week. So, like, there's things that we forgot about that he fucking did. Like, I was listening to an old podcast, like, I forgot about the fucking month, the uh, travel ban. Like, the week he got in the office, he just banned countries. Like, dude, and like, uh, it's, and they keep (laughs) bringing, like, oh, uh, Donald Trump has 600,000 plus jobs. Bro, 200,000 plus people died. You cannot cure everything with fucking money. Like, if well, you give someone they... HIV, you can't be like, well, here's a million dollars. Nigga, I still got AIDS. Fuck you. Suck, <laughs> like, no.
1: <laughs> hey, sorry you got AIDS. Here's a peppermint. Like, that doesn't make it feel better. Uh, the The thing about the jobs part that I truly love is they keep trying to tout jobs, and I just have to sit back and go, if you lose 20 million but you gain 15, you netted negative 5. Facts. <laughs> like it's it, unfortunately the two things that Trump hates the most, science and math, don't give a fuck about his feelings or so truth. They <laughs> they they do not care. And as you can see right now, Trump doesn't like math either. And what he's dealing with is the ramifications of his attitude. He treats everyone like shit, so no one's out there to defend him outside of the bottomless of bitch boys. And, you know, even the vice president is, is, is giving the most tepid backing, like, oh, yes, we should, count, we should count all the legitimate votes.
0: What like, the fuck but are you talking he, about?
1: He doesn't, he, he's, so Mike Pence is amping to try to run for president in 2024. To That's
0: get washed, bro you there's a country where we we have gay pride parades like corporately people ride that wave Orion, like you're gonna lose so badly mike pence but also donald trump's gonna fucking like you can't like that christian conservative shit get it because there are gay christians there are lesbian christians there black. Bi- there's not enough that hate each that hate themselves that are gonna ride for you, Mike Pence. If he ran for president, is gonna get washed. What I'm glad with Trump losing is, is you can't be a fucking raging racist demagogue and win. You actually have to run on fucking policy. So the next Republican that runs in 2024, I'll give you this. I actually might agree with some of this shit because we've brought it back to being a good human being. And actually, talking about policies that will serve America, not just your base, is going to be trendy again. I did well, not it's want going
1: Biden. To be, It's going to be an interesting conundrum. Well, I personally, I don't think Biden's running again in twenty twenty four. He'll be eighty two. Yes, I think so that. Com- his
0: ass down and be a, a fucking pawpaw. I, yeah.
1: I think that Kamala Harris is going to be the top of the ticket, and then my belief is the bottom of the ticket will be Pete Buttigieg. You knows
0: uh, you know. Hold on, hold on, wait, think about this what if it's Stacey abrams running against kamala I, even though my mom's an aka and same sorty with kamala harris stacy abrams does not have the dirt that kamala does I, we're, i'm we're, me and you you and i both are smart enough to know kamala had a lot of fucking dirt on her which hurt her during the presidential run so but if you run against some stacy abrams you literally have a leftist running against a liberal. And a lot of uh, people who really want a revolution are going to think like, hmm, this might actually work.
1: I don't think Stacey's interested in running for president, at least not right now. And that's solely because everything that she was able to do in Georgia, the Democrat Party desperately needs her to replicate. If I'm doing anything, she's the chair of the DNC. End of discussion. Because there is no one right now that can, that can get boots on the fucking ground quite like her. If you really want to make inroads and fix the <laughs> fix the map and, and, and make it more favorable to you in Florida, make it more favorable in Ohio, then what you need to do is you need to get someone that is an organizing god. And that's what Stacey Abrams is. Or they Stacey Abrams as her- VP.
0: But I don't think you'll go black woman, black woman as president you back to back. not I don't, I don't what- think you'll go to, like that that would, even though I love it being a black man, but if you go eight years of a black woman and eight years of another black woman, I think America would be better off, but I know the fucking, like, you have these people in you're, fucking you're asking. so you're, asking, you're
1: asking too, you're asking too much of uh, uh, of white people. You, you're asking Muggsy <laughs> Bogues
0: to dunk on Manute Bone.
1: You're, you. What you need to realize is that the safest way to do it, if you want Kamala Harris to, to run, you have to have which I do,
0: Black, you you have black. to
1: have. Well, an important thing to realize here is now. Again, I love Stacey Abrams very much, but the important thing you got to remember here is Pete Buttigieg is an underrated professional bitcher. And what I mean by that is, if you go watch some of his stuff before the election, where he was on Fox News and he was on CNN. And they were asking him questions about things like the the Hunter Biden fake news story. Mm-hmm. If if you see his responses, that dude in two minutes sliced and diced all of that and absolutely thoroughly debunked it, destroyed it, and was entertaining as hell. He Pete is Buttigieg a
0: gay. He is a gay is, man. He better know how to throw shade. What? The but f- that's like my whole point.
1: <laughs> is is that you got to remember, like Pete Earth Buttigieg looks. in his in his mega sass factor would be huge for the female white female demographic who is going to yas queen his ass into the vp slot
0: because nothing says i love gay men like white women
1: fact fact steal
0: everything from gay black men it's adorable if it wasn't so
1: fucking sad well the the thing this is that's your winning ticket that you have in 2024 if biden does in fact kamala um Well, but then on on the right hand, you you know, coming from the right, this this is where the Republicans are in. Uh, you know, between a rock and a hard
0: place. Yeah. Oh, so, oh let me catch you off. Right, quick. Before you, yeah. I know the point you're about to make. Let me leave Let me start off with this. If you have go, Kamala go and Pete, <laughs> you're going to have these fucking people. You're going to like what you're doing is a checkmate because you're going to prove to that the conservatives, aka Republicans, are actually racist and fucking homophobic, and they tried to paint that like, oh, you can't be. You're not going to be that. And so if you if you put them in a corner to where you're going to reveal who the fuck they really are. They're stuck. They're stuck for eight fucking years. So go ahead.
1: Right. And, and what you have on the problem with the Republican side is the, the Donald Trump loses. His entire aura of all we do is win, win. I'm the unbeatable. Donald Trump has been defeated. Yeah. And, you know, right, this, this is quite literally his Battle of Salamis. For anyone that doesn't know the Battle of Salamis, you know Just, what Thermopylae is. Okay. Oh I was like, I go ahead this one.
0: Gotcha.
1: Thermopylae is 300, mm. the movie that, that absolutely did not happen the way that it did. Also, it wasn't 300. it was about 4,000 Greeks, but that's beyond the
0: point. They're uh, like, look, we got uh we got Michael's and his ads. And yeah. that's about it. <laughs>
1: well, they, in, in the you know they lose in Thermopylae, but they successfully stall the Persians. Persians sweep all the way south and basically destroy Athens and Sparta. And then the Battle of Salamis was a naval battle where the Greeks lured them into a trap. They were they were, out, they were outgunned something like five to one. And they, they sprung a trap on them. And because the Persians weren't expecting it, they were caught off guard and therefore freaked out because the gigantic Greek triremes, which was their ship at the time, the way that their offense worked is they battering rammed everything, so they were battering ramming these ships and created a massive debris field and pincered them between two ends. And, and caused... Got <laughs> I mean, this I caused that
0: butt ass naked. This caused
1: this caused it was a dumb movie, but this caused massive panic by the Persian Navy, who then was trying to flee and in trying to flee sunk half of their own fleet. Thus ended the Persian attempt at invading Greece.
0: It was also funny that that came out in the heart, the super heart, like first quarter of the war in Iraq. So you have these white dudes fighting these quote unquote Persians, hmm. <laughs> and the Persians are well, supposed to be not free. Are you serious? Persian society was the freest. Darius didn't give a fuck who you prayed to. Just pay a fucking taxes.
1: Well, it was Xerxes at the time, Xerxes but yes, his father, yeah. was, well, his father was Darius. Xerxes was a little bit harsher, but he also felt that he had to <coughs> carry on his father's desire to... he made all conquer. the Persian
0: women, like, deformed and shit. Like, that orgy scene uh, was really... I did not get a boner, and I saw a bunch of boobies. I'm like, I'm looking uh, at these, but this chick doesn't have an arm, and her face is fucked. I, I can't get hard to it's this. Like, this would be weird.
1: I can't stand that movie just because it just it it was a try-hard movie. As a history buff, I get it. It has it has some neat parts to it. I like the slow mo battle scene. I like a few parts of it, but all in all, what a what a fucking just
0: definitely bleh. order oracle titties. Definitely
1: oracle titties. Oracle, yeah, oracle titties. I'm here for. I'm here for the the. Can like, you titties. tell
0: the future and have titties? Talk to me, because <laughs> I see titties in my future. I'm sorry, but in speaking of seeing
1: been... the future, mm. you got four years from now when the Republicans have to choose their next candidate, and you have lovable Donald Trump. He hoed everybody, who, right? He hold and,
0: everybody. I've and never that's seen the someone get hold so much as Ted Cruz. Ted got hoed. If yeah. I would love to just debate Ted Cruz, and now I'd be like Ted, you're a tough man. You would consider yourself a tough man, right? Yeah, I would. Donald Trump called your wife ugly and said you d- helped kill John F. Kennedy, and you didn't smack the shit out this motherfucker. Sit your bitch ass down, Mister Jordan. You can't say that. This is national TV. Fuck you, Ted P- Cruz is a pussy, and then he tried to get all hey. tough with me. I'm like, go defend your wife against this old geriatric orange motherfucker, and then come talk to me. You got to make your way yeah. up to this ass whooping.
1: Ted, Ted Cruz's presidential ambitions died the moment that he didn't, that he didn't say Donald Trump was a bitch. That who is would, the moment that his presidential ambitions died. Because who would if, run? You, if you let no, no, no man respects another man that sits there and lets some other guy talk his shit. I'm like, if, someone calls my, if some guy calls my wife ugly, if my wife does not respond, I will. I'm not going yeah. to supersede her. If she says, um, go fuck yourself, then I will say what she said. And then we're gonna move on. It's that simple. If she's not there to say anything, you're goddamn right I'm defending my wife. Every oh, man would. How dare you, you wrinkled nutsack with a fucking spray tan? Like you you need you need to defend. And when he didn't, when he groveled, when he got on his knees and kissed the ring, that's when I sat back he and I just went, him. Well, I've got, I've got good news. I've got good news for America. Um, this motherfucker has no chance of ever being president because ever. no one's voting for anyone that this bitch made. Now, yeah. the people that are going to be running include, I would say, Mike Pence is there because you're, you're vice president at some point. You, you have the ability to run for president based on name lost. alone. Now, this is the person that does scare me because they're like Trump, except they wrap it up in a pretty bow. Tom Cotton. Tom Cotton is a racist fucking authoritarian. He is a demagogue. He is a militarist. This is a guy that quite literally would like to put the cross on U.S. uniform, army uniforms, and have them patrol the streets of Detroit because he wants to protect the people. That's his kind of idea. He's the kind of guy that thinks you need to lock up everyone that doesn't agree with him. Those people terrify me because they know how to wrap it up. But at the same time, the same time, this is the same type of guy that he is is the reason I was originally scared of Scott Walker, the, uh-huh. the, uh, from the Wisconsin? Wisconsin, yeah, the Wisconsin governor from from uh, <laughs> or the governor from Wisconsin. But then I watched him actually be in the debates. And he was an absolutely pathetic loser.
0: Marco he didn't even Rubio make it. Lose too.
1: Well, Marco Rubio doesn't have Marco Rubio is. I mean, Chris Christie destroyed him. Hold on, like you
0: keep repeating the same shit, you fucking yeah. Tarred.
1: And, then, oh, and then he repeated it again, yes. and, this, and Chris Christie went, hey, look, there it is again. And I was like, and that's the end of your political career ambitions for president.
0: Hey, if I, I think the one thing that Donald Trump did change is that it allows for of massive trolling. Like, if I ran against Chris Christie, it would just be nothing but fat jokes. Like, I would get 50 cent and just – would because I would use – I think Donald Trump used social media perfectly. I think Donald Trump used marketing and social media perfectly. And I think the thing that cost him the election so much, other than being completely fucking incompetent, is seeing how his fans were. Everybody, like, it would be easy to just be like, this guy fucking sucks. But when you see people violently doing things to defend him or further whatever cause that he wants people to believe in, you like, I can't do four more years of this because I can't have these assholes emboldened to where they're surrounding a bus of staffers. Like, where they're driving around 270 with fucking flags. What the fuck? That's not what you do. It's not... This isn't... You don't tailgate a fucking rally. Like, you don't come out playing fucking Freebird or rally. You had rallies... Not even three months after you got elected, what the fuck do you have a rally for?
1: Because that's because Melania not the,
0: him enough. Like the fuck.
1: That's because you got to remember he is a narcissist to the mass who, who likes who likes the idea of being president. He doesn't want to actually have to do anything because and he did well, that's because that's what his, his life has been for the last two decades. He, he sits back, he, he licenses his name to things, he gets money, he does The Apprentice, and that's it. Other than that, he sits in his office and eats hamburgers all day. That's what he wants to do. He, doesn't want, he wants to be able to be – it's so much easier to be the guy throwing rocks at the house outside. It <clears> is. But when you're, in, when you're inside the house and you're throwing rocks inside the house – you have to then look at your house and go, God, there's just a whole lot of marks all over the walls, aren't there?
0: And he wasn't always like this. In the 80s, Donald Trump was more, I mean, he was still a, a but he was just your regular, average, rich asshole from New York who was just good at marketing. He, like, he, I th- and I said this in 2016, he's fucking senile. He's become a caricature of himself. And I was watching this video that my cousin showed on, uh, showed on Instagram. It's like, when he spoke at the UN he's like i've accomplished more than any administration in this for this country and everybody started laughing like nigga we know history you didn't like well, because he
1: doesn't <clears throat> this is why this is why everyone referred to him as as a you know being a child and my wife is a, my my wife is a school teacher a, a Montessori school teacher she works with infants and and toddlers And she always hates saying toddler or they're acting like a child because it's derogatory towards children. And and I get that. But the whole point to it is Donald Trump speaks like a child. And that basis is everything is the best or the worst. There is no in between. It is tremendous. It is the greatest. It is the worst. It it is. Everybody knows it. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it everything is absolutism. And when you live with absolutism, that creates this conundrum where there is no way that he can explain his loss saying, you know, we, we ran a tough race. It just didn't fall the way that we wanted it to yada, yada. No, for him, it's you're a winner or you're a loser. And the problem is now he's a loser on the grandest scale of them all. And that is something that his ego cannot process can't. so because of that he has to make up a reason why but the problem is you have to make it up for four to six different states Yeah, and he does not have the ability at least right now to make that up but I guarantee you after he leaves office he's going to go around and still try doing rallies and stuff the problem is which will be when- weird well, but the problem is this. Is this is the two major problems that you've got to remember. One, <laughs> when you're running for president, um cities really can't deny you a permit. Right. So, if if you're one of the major candidates for president, they kind of like have to let you to a degree. The other thing too is you can you can basically do it with an IOU. He his campaign paid almost none of their bills
0: that, that makes
1: they sense. owe cities. super well, brand has,
0: for a guy with four Yeah,
1: Well, he doesn't pay his bills. He avoids paying his bills. So the problem is after you leave office, you don't have that protection. You don't have secret service. You don't have um you don't have a bunch of money that's guaranteed to be there because you have political donors. These political donors are going to look at you and they're going to go, "No." So uh, it's it's February. Um, we're not we're not financing a rally for you in phoenix yeah so he's going to have to front his own expenses to do those things and because of his known negligence on paying bills these cities can say okay we'll let you do this but we need two hundred and fifty thousand
0: upfront." well we'll
1: pay we'll pay it to you after no no you'll pay it now
0: like we know you still owe banks donald like The thing is, too, is like he's gonna and he's gonna end up having it in these podunk places like Circleville, and the people like you can't like you like it's not like as a DJ. Oh no, you can have this opening spot for exposure. The Circleville police doesn't need exposure because they're not they're not there to fucking make money. So Donald Trump is gonna try to have these fucking rallies, and he's either gonna underfund and not pay it, and then they're just like. You're going to run, a, unless you're going to run again, but like, bro, you had rallies throughout your entire presidency. So you're, well, you're he either, has, or golfing. He has an ego. He
1: yeah. has an obsessive ego. He, it's, he, he needs adulation. <laughs> well, he, needs, he needs adulation. He needs people to love him because daddy didn't. Because, his, wife because his, entire, his entire life has been failure. And no one wants to fucking talk about that his entire life has been nothing but failure.
0: How do you go broke with <laughs> his a casino? Most,
1: his most successful venture in his life is acting like he was successful
0: for a TV show. Yeah. That's his most and successful the show. venture. The show, Donald Trump is very entertaining. He should not be a public official.
1: Right. But again, that's, but he's that's still a the situation that we're in
0: and a child right. rapist people are
1: forgetting that, about that. well, well we'll still say allegedly because we can't no there's sure. a
0: i mean true but there's a fucking civil case with him and jeff epstein i mean right. here's the thing too well, people give him credit like people give him pass for shit they would not let anybody else pass if you were i if you found out that i was on trial with a serial child rapist as a defendant for raping a child our friendship would cease to be Cincinnati. We would not be
1: having this podcast if that was
0: the situation. Exactly. And Insane. And vice versa. But people want to say, like, oh, no, it's just a civil trial. Y'all tried to hang OJ over a fucking civil trial. I mean, yeah, he probably did it. But keep that yeah, same fucking he, Yeah, issue. he
1: probably killed both those people. But, again, like, he also lost that civil lawsuit yeah. and was forced to pay all that money. And and the the it's it's the who you associate with. My favorite defense to that is, well, as soon as Epstein tried to get tried to make a move on one of his guests' uh, daughters, he kicked him out. Like, yeah, he made a move on a rich person's kid, and Trump had no choice but to kick him out because that paying member said they were going to leave, and he didn't want that person paying member to leave. But it took him uh, a couple of times. Uh, because you gotta remember they were, they there were were
0: fucking few, kids together.
1: There were quite a few uh quite a few towel girls that he happened to pick up from Mar-a-Lago uh prior to getting kicked out. Which is in the and, same
0: county as Jeff Epstein when he was doing his fuck shit.
1: Exactly. So again, the what I what I really love about conspiracy theories is how easy they are to decipher what their true intent is. The the whole QAnon uh um,
0: that Hashtag
1: save the children. Yeah, all that, of that bullshit is, is, is bullshit. It's all it is is it's it's a, a Trump reelection bid. That's all. The QAnon up-
0: dude is a face and years for child pornography, bro. Well that's that
1: that's the his name is Jim Watkins, for anyone that doesn't know. And here's the important thing. Now now remember, when you're talking about child porn, this is an important thing to point out. To our knowledge, he was not uploading any. Right. But but and here's the important thing, he owned several host names that did host it, and that is still technically a crime. The reason this guy matters, the reason this guy matters, is because he owns Eight kun which was formerly Eight Chan, uh, because Four um, so Chan was taken. Well, Four Chan, Four Chan was originally where Q. The Q drops were coming from. The quick explanation for anyone that listens to this but doesn't know what it is: Q is a clearance level in the government. And Q showing up on 4chan was saying that they was using Q, uh, saying that they were essentially they had that security level and they know all these things. They would say ominous bullshit about uh, child molestation and and all of those things. Think of it in the same way that the whole like Comet Ping Pong Pizza Gate. That that's where it's bred from. Seth Rich. That 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 storyline is from Q. Same things. Um, both of the so Q originated on 4chan. Well, this is something because this shows me exactly the amount of people that used 4chan versus the amount of people that have never heard of 4chan. Mm-hmm. 4chan is a giant dumping ground of horseshit.
0: Severe, massive. And,
1: and, and there's, there's different boards, but the board this was being posted on was P, which is called poll for politics. Now, on politics, there is shit dropped all the time of people trying to act like they're insiders. This is nothing new. I don't doubt that at some point there are some that were real. But because of the amount of people that just crave being able to troll the shit out of as many people as possible... Mm-hmm. Most of that stuff, if not all of it, is
0: skank fake. hunt. Skank hunt forty two. Skank hunt forty
1: two. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle's the, dad was... the South Park. Yeah, the South Park thing where you had where you had his dad obsessively trolling people just to be a dick because it got him off. Yeah, that is that is the people <laughs> he got pissed literally. on.
0: Oh, that is great. Yeah, that was. And then yeah. I saw it. And Kyle, talk about traumatizing.
1: <laughs> Very. So you had all of this go down, mm-hmm. and then the whole the whole Q thing had to migrate to eight chan because on four chan it was getting made fun of, and then someone was able to actually hack the password and started posting jokingly as Q, making random bullshit up. So then, quote Q changed their password and said that they were going to be moving to eight chan.
0: So when then sixteen that might as well just be the dark web. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So they moved to 8chan, where they started posting all of their bullshit, which are, quote, Q-drops. And then <clears throat> after it loses its posting, it's moved to 8kun, K-U-N, which is what Jim Watkins owns. Now, this is where the speculation becomes a thing. So there, there was a metadata drop where someone found that the posting from, quote, q was coming from an IP address that is connected to and owned by uh, J- Jim Watkins. This fucker didn't so get very... a
0: VPN or nothing?
1: No, because they're too stupid for that shit. They're, they don't give a dumb. damn. They're Just dumb. Kidding. So I like when some... stupid
0: people and, like, I like when terrible people are stupid. Like, that yeah. makes me feel like the Nexium guy. Like, Thank yeah. you for being so egotistical. And I think it's stupidity due to ego. Stupidity well, due to ego yeah. is just fucking amazing. It's like ice well, cream with jimmies you, on it.
1: You get away with things for so long that eventually you start kind of flaunting it because then, then it becomes part of the part of the satisfaction, mm-hmm. part of the enjoyment is, "Oh, look at me. I can I can, you know, throw my dick in the air in your face." That's part of it, and it, but eventually it crumbles, it eventually falls apart in one way or the other <clears throat> and so the thing for the whole drop is, and I agree with there's a, a, a man named Frederick Brennan mm-hmm. he was the one that helped Jim Watkins originally create the the board that Auneon is now A allows you to create a board and have anyone join it so it's a it 's like an open source messaging
0: message board system. the Linux of messaging systems.
1: Quite literally. And so he helped develop and maintain it. Now his entire, his entire like life work is focused on ending this shit because he saw what it was actually causing and he wants to end it. Now the thing with, with Watkins that's important to realize is he's probably not the person posting his cue. He may have once or twice, but he also owns a fake news site and employs several people that are, are quote reporters that are not the psychophants. But these people post uh, on on the on this news site. I don't want to name. I don't want to give it any clicks. But they they post it. They post on this news site, and it's it's very likely that they interchange posting as Q. Because the IP address is, is so easily connected to Watkins and Watkins companies, it's super easy to assume that people that work for him likely post as Q. And that's where that's where you have to look at it and say, Okay, so it's all literally political. There's it's got nothing to do with saving children.
0: No. It's the it's literally the counter Black Lives Matter. Like, hey, we don't like Black lives, but everyone can get behind saving children. Like, why are you talking about Black lives? We have these still children to save. Like, you man, don't children... give a fuck about saving these children. Like, like, bro, there's kids in the fucking border who are separated from their parents. Like, you don't give a fuck about these kids. And once you find no, out man, most of the never... kids that are being taken are, quote-unquote, undesirable whites, Black or Latinos, you don't give a fuck. Like, stop he... it.
1: These people don't it's actually care. Fruit. Well, it it's not just low-hanging fruit. It's it's fruit that's always there that basically no one can argue against. I mean, you, can, you can go back to to the Roman days and I forget the name of the city. It's in southern France. But there there was a town there where they where the um the Roman population began claiming that Christians were uh uh raping and sacrificing their own children. So the Roman population then turned around and decided to massacre the Christian population, uh, including the children, weirdly. (laughs) Uh, We need
0: to save the children. How? By killing these children. What?
1: By killing all of these children so they don't make more children that can possibly be hurt. Uh, And and then you also have the satanic panic from the 80s, which was, again, all made up. All made up, all false, completely made up, completely thoroughly debunked, but it went on for a fucking decade. It went on for a decade and it ruined countless lives. And it's because it's hard for anyone to say uh, anything against protecting children, but that's always because that's not the direction you take. The direction you take is, okay, where's your evidence that these people are causing this pain? Oh, it's circumstantial. You're just saying it, and then you're having these children who are extremely impressionable, and you can lead with questions. They're answering the way you want them to,
0: bro. Like that's why I started the tag group. Stop pipping children for likes. Stop pipping the misery of children for likes. You—that's you what you're doing. It's a hundred meter yeah. dash sprint to pat yourself on the back for doing nothing except "quote unquote" bringing awareness. Like, bro, you're not bringing awareness. You're trying to be cool. Bringing
1: awareness is probably my favorite multi-level marketing scheme ever come up. Ever, ever oh, yes, yes. Because if you aren't, like, for example, do you know what breast cancer is? Yes. Oh my God, you're aware.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Susan D. We D. Coleman. We don't.
1: We don't need. We don't need breast cancer awareness, motherfucker. We need cancer curing at minimum we need cancer treatment and these motherfuckers have found a way to turn it into a business model hey
0: there's grass on the ground I
1: don't know if you know this Sean.
0: oh my god really also water's blue uh, usually unless you're in Ohio in the 60s where it catches on fire grass is green trees grow Um, what else the pulp is white mostly uh africa is a continent not a country i'm just naming things that also i need you to bring to we need to bring awareness to uh yeah jim harbaugh sucks as a college coach for michigan just things that, that, is, that we need that to be true. aware of
1: <laughs> well and, and it's it's very funny to me because you you have these awareness type things and like this wraps around even to trump because I don't think people are understanding how much fun it's going to be watching this motherfucker post president. Like, you have to realize he, the chances of him having a nervous breakdown and just going insane are like 75%. And we're here for it.
0: <laughs> right. The
1: chances of him having some bullshit happen and go on is very, very high. And you have to remember twitter came out and said point blank uh, i think it's like january 20th or whatever whatever his last day is i don't remember offhand 20th 25th um he no longer will receive special privileges meaning because he's considered a public uh, a public official they aren't going to like suspend his account for saying full shit they're going to put up those like you know, censorship things to say, hey, this motherfucker's lying. Um, but after that day, he no longer has those special privileges. And his ass will, in fact, get suspended a bare minimum of once within 30 days. And we have that to look forward to. Because he he is the pettiest little bitch to ever be, run this country. He is the pettiest little bitch to ever have any modicum of power in the United States. And we're going to witness him have to come to terms with that no one gives a shit what he says anymore. And that's quite like, you, you, you know, people talk about what heaven and hell is, and I've always found it thoroughly entertaining, but what, what I think is, is missed is the idea of hell is, is something where you, you're thinking of it as a bad, I, a bad thing. Lots but of what you really, so? Sure, yeah, Rainbow because
0: we still... Is. I've never seen that in my entire life.
1: <laughs> because we still think of it in this medieval fucking caveman manner. It's not even that. If you want to really think what heaven and hell is, hell is something that causes you immense amount of pain. Donald Trump's hell is people ignoring him. That's mocking his mocking him
0: too. I think ignoring
1: him him getting him, him at his... and mocking him. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the two things that cause him the largest amount of distress. <laughs> and if you really want to cause him pain, what you do is you don't interact with him, but you make it so that he sees you interacting with others making fun of him. Yeah. You're talking about someone who's what they thin did at the, uh, in
0: the G seven.
1: Yeah, when they were just straight up, like, ignoring him and moving away and, got, like, and Boris having Johnson, conversations
0: without him. Boris Johnson thought Donald Trump was an idiot. And I was like, you know what, Boris Johnson? I get it. Because <laughs> well, Boris,
1: Johnson, Boris Johnson isn't an idiot. He, he plays himself up to be an idiot because it helps him win elections. Now, he's in over his head right now, and it's a clusterfuck. But really but Boris Johnson would be a good idea, which is fucking hilarious. Well, he didn't think it was a good idea. What he thought was it would lose and he'd be able to ride those coattails to the premiership. Unfortunately for him, it passed, everyone fucked around, and then he found out that he was going to become the premier, and all of a sudden, and now it's all on you, broski. Yeah.
0: Best of luck. Like, oh, you gotta the calling works. She wants to fuck, and I've got a micro penis. That's Boris Johnson right now. Yep.
1: So you are now having to make up with that. You better uh, eat mm-hmm. a lot of
0: vagina, motherfucker, because you're fucked. You you can't. Yeah. England imports so much shit, and there's nothing that England exports that other fucking countries can't get from another no, they're,
1: fucking they're, country. No, they're they're number one export- their their number one export is the same with the US. It's entertainment and culture. That's the number one export of the US.
0: But German we culture export. is way much more entertaining. Like we like British actors, but again, we like British actors in America. They may not like they may not like Colin Firth in fucking Munich. They may not really fuck with Lily Allen in all, in a Switzerland, in a Switzerland and Austria. Like they have their own cultural icons. Like Australia works for us. Like the Hemsworths aren't going to work in fucking Luxembourg or France. They have, John, they have better actors. I'm not saying Chris Hemsworth is a bad actor, but I'm saying is, he's not John Renault or Gerard Depardieu. These motherfuckers are about that shit. Or Alice Green. Like England put them, they painted themselves in a corner. They dragged Scotland and Wales along with them and the rest of the fucking Commonwealth. And they don't know what the fuck. Because I was like, fuck you. We're still part of the EU. Suck our dick.
1: Well, the, <clears throat> the thing you have to remember is it's an island nation, much like mm-hmm. Japan. And both England and Japan, or the UK for right now, because once this shit goes down, Scotland is going to try to succeed again. Right. But you have, you have both of these island nations that are completely dependent on imports and their exports are are you know for for England it's cultural whereas the exports for Japan is generally hardware right they, and you know, culture they, yeah they well they they manufacture you know you know the electronics industry flows through Innovation. Japan yeah you know if you want a PlayStation 5 you're basically paying Japan one way or the other through a tax yeah um and, and that's the important thing to remember is Japan, at least at minimum, is the middleman, and therefore it will, always, it will always have a place. Right. Because it'll get the raw materials sent to it. It'll then build the thing, and then it will ship out the finished product. England doesn't have that. They don't produce shit. They produce white people and culture. Yeah,
0: that's it. And that's about right. it. That's the UK drill, which is right. really weird to listen to. Like, listen, bro, I get it. You're gangsta for England. But, like, you're not us. Like, stop it. Please stop it. Like, I, I like some of it. But just, like, UK, listening to UK drill is like listening to your one friend who got a, a year jail sentence for, like, smuggling weed. Like, hey, man, it was weed. You got caught because you didn't check to see if the car was out. You're not a gangster. You're a driver. You were the <laughs> wheel man. You're not even a good wheel man. You were just the delivery. Yeah, you guy. guys got caught. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Like, you got, got caught. A you're, you're, you're the C plus driver. You're you're you know, good job. Congratulations. Then, like
0: a dude that gets got like gets gets a gun charged, Not for shooting anybody, but just generally having the gun. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, in you know to go along with that, Boris Johnson, despite mocking Trump hilariously, Boris Johnson worked or needed to work closely with the U.S. because if if they you know win, not if now, but when they do finalize this departure from the EU, they're going Look to be us. they're going to be entirely reliant on the U.S. Look how the and turns
0: have tabled.
1: Yeah, it, exactly. And it's it's going to become a thing where the where England is going to go from, you know, having a big seat at the table and being important to, basically becoming our big the the broke big brother who needs a place to stay. Yeah, and Thomas Jefferson I
0: don't, would probably come in his pants, laughing like, "Oh, y'all need us now." Oh, really?
1: Well, they, they the conservative group over there. In, in, in England, I don't think they quite comprehend that anyone that does a deal with the U.S. never comes out on a winning side.
0: We're going to have a base.
1: Well, we, the thing that they're going to have to do is they're going to start having to you know make changes. We're going to have a lot of sway over their political theater. And we're going to swing that heavily. More than likely, we're, we would be the only reason that, that Scotland wouldn't secede because we would do something in order to keep them around.
0: Um, you but, know, I hate to get you off. Remember in Pulp Fiction yeah. where the guy calls, brings the wolf? In Scotland's yeah. going to be Samuel Jackson's Like, oh, wait, y'all with America? Well, shit, nigga, that's all you had to say. Y'all, we're <laughs> like, it's li- that literally popped into my head as fucking as you're saying this shit they're not gonna leave because of, hey i trust america especially now that binds an office so, all right england we'll, we'll hang out but like, you're on thin ice motherfucker well and yeah and, 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 mean, I mean, how
1: how long how long until they're begging to get put back in the mm-hmm. eu and now you're trying to rejoin the eu and get these mm-hmm. benefits And the EU is like, okay, but you're going to sign you're going to sign this agreement that keeps you here. And if you leave, you have to you you have to pay this sort of like reparation or you have to give this much notice, something along those lines. Um, And and that's going to be part of a problem for England. They they've isolated themselves when they're already the most isolated country in Europe.
0: They really are, because even Norway, Sweden and Finland hang out. I can't well, tell you which is where is which though. It's it's all blonde white people who eat. Well, milk. in
1: northern Northern Ireland, on top of Scotland, they're not part of England.
0: Yeah, the people they
1: don't remember. They're the United Kingdom. Yeah, they're not England, and they they will at some point attempt to secede from England, <laughs> Thus causing even more problems because if Scotland is part of the EU, because they desperately want those benefits that come with being an EU country. Because they
0: don't fucking have farmable land north of Edinburgh.
1: Well, because they, they are better off being a small country in a big group than they are being a small country in a small group. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and for them, the benefits drastically outweigh the, the the negatives by a wide margin. And it's just going to become a liability staying with England. Um, and, and again, your your best option then is to turn to the U.S. and essentially sleep on our couch. And you're going to stay there and it's going to cause you problems long term. But that's only going to be exacerbated by Trump losing because Trump would gladly take in England and and give them whatever they want because for him it's a win he has you know he has this little country that's now his that owes him something Biden doesn't give a fuck like you know it, it, Biden Biden's definitely going to select a lot of conservative like uh, uh, not conservative but but centrist people probably some people that are on conservative leaning areas again personally I couldn't care less my whole point here is that Biden has nothing to gain by by letting England sleep on our couch. Trump doesn't care. Trump is a narcissist. He wants you to owe him something. That's his big thing. Biden doesn't give a shit. Biden gives a shit about a) the Paris Accords, b) uh, the the uh, Iran nuclear deal, and c) doing getting his tax plan through and his <clears throat> and his education plan through. Right. Those are the things he gives a shit about. Now he also may push to raise the federal minimum wage, which I think would be a fantastic thing to do. Uh, as you see, Florida ironically raised they, they, their minimum wage to fifteen dollars, but it's going to still not voting say, for Donald Trump. It's not going to take effect of twenty
0: twenty six. My homeboy, my ex roommate still lives. I was like, that's fucking whack.
1: But at the same time, it's. It's extremely wet. Like, hey, we'll
0: give you $15 an hour six years from now.
1: It's still progress one way yeah, or the other. True. It's still progress. It's it's muted progress, but it's still progress. Um the 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 point to be made is things are changing. And the, the Trump experiment was just that. It was an experiment. A experiment. And because he and because of the way he handled coronavirus, which I think is still the number one reason behind.
0: Yeah, if there's no coronavirus, he he fucking, he's president again. I swear.
1: He's, he, pro- he probably, I would say, 70 uh, 30, he wins. Yeah. Because uh, it's hard to beat an incumbent. Um, but at the same time, like, he didn't win Minnesota. He got stomped there. He got stomped in Michigan. Um, Wisconsin, absolutely thin. He could have won it again. Um, again, the, the path is there for him to win, but I don't think it would have been by a better margin than what he beat Clinton by. Right. But then you had coronavirus, and all of a sudden,
0: nope. <laughs> Dead people. I think, the funny thing is when you think about like, and I try to tell people, Ohio has more major cities than people want to give us credit for. Like, Let's just break down, especially he won. Uh, not Biden once, though. So there's Toledo, which is a major city. Dayton, which is a major city. Cincinnati, which is a major city. Columbus. You have Akron. And you have Cleveland. And you also have Youngstown. That's... I'm counting eight major cities. He did phenomenal,
1: major- yeah, that's he did phenomenal in the suburbs
0: here. True. That's the and thing. In, is in Athens. These- when he went Athens, I was like, oh, shit. Because everybody fucking went broke in Athens. Like, if you're rural and shit goes bad, it's going to hit the rural areas first it's going yeah. to that's just facts
1: well and and the, the 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 thing that really put him over wasn't the rural votes it, it's the votes in the in the cities and in particular the suburbs of Columbus and the suburbs of Cleveland right. specifically the suburbs of Cleveland voted very heavily for him i added on with all of the the red counties that are located in that are rural areas Add all of those couple thousand here, couple thousand there. I don't give a fuck about then,
0: Shelby, Ohio.
1: Right, but you know, you know, the, you, three thousand votes for him and two hundred votes for Biden is a is a hard deficit to overcome if all of the suburbs are not breaking for you eighty twenty. Right, the same way they are in Michigan, the same way they are in Minnesota, the same way they are in Pennsylvania, in Georgia, in in Arizona, in Nevada. Right. That's that's the thing, is these Democratic splits, you're seeing where they happen. In the Midwest, the, the, the thing that you had is you have all of these people that didn't want to see Biden. They weren't enthused with him. And they were still fine with Trump because he spent a lot of time here. He spent a lot of time here. And that's where you run into this issue of, okay, if Republicans are going to spend a lot of time in Ohio and in Florida, that's fine. Go ahead and let them. I'll go to Arizona. I'll go to Nevada. I'll go to Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. (laughs) Because all of those will always overtake Florida and Ohio. Let them have those two for right now. Move on from it. It's fine. Let, Let them continue getting run into the ground until they finally flip back around to their senses. But again, Ohio went to Obama twice. And people need to remember that all you need is you just need to have an a, a politician that gets people to want to vote that gives them a reason to vote and obama did that <laughs> he was able he was able to 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 make people in ohio want a democrat and that's hard to do because a lot of the people in the suburbs in ohio are are very well off and perfectly happy obama's just cool dude he was, it and that's very an important...
0: fucking cool. Like that, play, same... that plays, a huge point. I was like this guy's fucking Mass- cool. He was a good talker.
1: Massive point. That's why Reagan won. That's why JFK won. JFK won because he was the, he was the first candidate to really utilize uh, television extremely well. He... And he he was a good looking, suave motherfucker. People look and at JFK like,
0: oh, he fucks like this dude is smoking like he's yeah, running like, through quite the. Like he quite yeah,
1: he's he, he is the definite he is the definition of the term that dude fucks. That dude he is fucks. The defi- okay. he's the definition of that term.
0: Like, yeah, you fuck, but do you JFK fuck. Like JFK, from what I've read and heard about, was like just when he was. Hussein bolting through vagina like he had so many women like people his handlers would bring him just so many different women like he didn't have a mistress he just had hoes being ran in and out of the fucking White House like he imagine, had a ha-
1: he had a haram bro, I mean that, that's yeah, just that's...
0: rotation like he had a rotation like the 95 Braves this motherfucker had, ho- <laughs> like, and you're, you're laughing because you realize that rotation was that a great, rotation, okay, that's a legendary rotation.
1: That's a legendary, that's a top Glav- five rotation bro, of all time. I, can,
0: I cannot think of a better rotation.
1: It's hard because that rotation was, Glavid. I mean, just,
0: all those guys, if they're not all in the fucking Hall of Fame, they should be. You're yeah. talking, to, you're talking Glavid about Glavin, who even, it.
1: I was going to say, Smoltz and Gavin are already just ridiculous. And then you add in Maddox, who is better than both of them. And not even close. Like, Maddox was
0: Maddox, M- Maddox, I think it was Maddox and then, and like, Maddox and then down here Smoltz. Like, Maddox is – he didn't – he won't overpower you. His stuff was nasty. Like – I'm, and I'm an Indians fan. And so when they beat us, I was clearly heartbroken. So was my fucking third grade teacher. But Maddox just had stuff that he – he had control over the ball, which was immaculate. Like, Randy Johnson – like, you got to think about this. Greg Maddox was the best pitcher in the time of Randy fucking Johnson.
1: Randy Johnson, though, was – I mean, come on. How? Uh, Randy Johnson – Randy Johnson and Curt Schilling single-handedly got the fucking Diamondbacks to where they were based on their one-two punch. True. Um, but I'm still like,
0: bro, Glavitz, like, and you weren't breaking them up. Like, that team was amazing. And I, it, it sucks that they won the World Series against my team, but that was just a coronation of years of just nasty fucking stuff. Like, I can imagine if you threw a, like, think of, here would be my perfect five-man rotation. Just throughout history of baseball. Obviously, the three-headed monster. My fourth would be Randy Johnson. And you know it was my fifth, and I had to think about it because it was between him and Koufax, Bob Gibson.
1: Gibson was a bad son. Bob bitch.
0: Gibson <laughs> is the reason they lowered the mouth. Because Bob Gibson's like, I'm gonna hit you with this fucking ball. You're gonna wanna fight me. Then you're gonna look and see, oh yeah, it's Bob Gibson, and then just take your fucking base. <laughs> Even over Nolan Ryan. Nolan was good. Nolan had nice stuff, but Bob Gibson was just a better pitcher than Nolan Ryan.
1: <sighs> well, we somehow found a way to rotate back to baseball. <laughs> True. Let's you know, just keep happy. going. Well, my God, it, you know the the you know it, the party's over, and and I'm here for it. I'm happy for it.
0: It's um, such a relief, man. Donald Trump it, is it fucking is, gone, man.
1: It, it is. So and it's not even people don't understand. It's not because he's he's a Republican. I no. truly don't care. It's because he was the worst kind of person who didn't care. He didn't care about you. He didn't no. care about me. He cared about him. And that was it. And to me, that's the worst kind of thing every you have to have a certain amount of ego and narcissism to believe that you can be president or you can be any sort of major leader. I agree there. But there's also a certain amount of empathy and respect and understanding that you need to have on a human level. Donald Trump does not have that. And that scares the hell out of him. So, yes, I will dance in the street on that motherfucker's political grave. Fuck yeah. him. Goodbye. Leave. If you don't want to leave, we'll escort you out.
0: <laughs> what do you think about the... So I want to go on this little diatribe for a little bit. I well,
1: we we have like five minutes before it cuts off because it cuts we, off at two hours, right?
0: So I really applaud Oregon for being as progressive as they are, and people are And I had people who actually do the hard drugs that they're decriminalized and talk shit like, "Oh no, Oregon's or just going to have everybody come there and do drugs like." You can't be mad at this, buddy. You do coke. What the what? What are you mad about? Like it's What do like, you
1: think you're doing in Oregon? Look at
0: Burger King selling whoppers. You're eating a whopper right now. Well, you know, it's like, dude. So, what they're going and I think it is kind of I think it's a 60/40 taxpayer uh, taxpayer incentive to altruistic uh call because if people aren't in prison, they can get clean and work and they're going to fucking pay taxes.
1: Right. It's so, well, so doing you are not ca- you're doing
0: not spending drugs money on
1: them. Doing drugs and having a drug problem in general shouldn't be a crime. It right. should be something that you want to rehabilitate. It, so long as it co- like if you smoke weed, you, you literally can't smoke yourself to death. Treat it like alcohol. Don't right. get high and drive. End of discussion. Yeah, but sure. The punishment
0: for driving under the influence should be high as shit. I'm right. And,
1: right. But like cocaine crack heroin meth these things literally can and will kill you and can can absolutely ruin you so yes there needs to be certain laws that restrict its use in the sense of um if you're caught with x amount you shouldn't go to jail you should be forcibly put into rehab and by rehab i mean legitimately they need to help you get clean yeah by weaning you off by helping you get better it it, We, we criminal, we lazily criminalize drug use without looking at the actual cause or realizing that, Hey, maybe someone just wants to smoke a little weed to relax. Ain't nothing wrong with that.
0: People just want to shoot up heroin and kick it at the crib and listen to the Grateful Dead records. Like if you should not go to prison for a year, because you have a dime bag of heroin, you should go to prison for a year. If you do heroin and then drive.
1: Yes. Because now you're putting other people at risk.
0: Yes. But if you're just at the house shooting up or doing math and you're being a danger to literally no one but your neighbors, bro, do Like I mean, even like if you live like just, yeah, I I, I don't. And you're going to have and I was telling my one homegirl, I was like, you and I are adults. If we wanted to, we could buy candy all day, every day. Just eat nothing but Juju Beans, Dots, and Mike and Ike's. We don't because we know that's bad for us. Because we, well, when we were kids and it was restricted, every time we got a chance to get candy, we were balls deep into that motherfucker. Because we couldn't control our own, we didn't know when we were going to get candy again. Right. Now you're going to have a needle exchange, so that cuts the rate on Hep, on hepatitis and HIV/AIDS. Yep. And then you also cut back on fucking overdoses because we went, hey, oh. This is not fucking heroin, or this is not cocaine, or this is not MDMA. This is fucking cut with something else. And the person who sold it to you can be held accountable, and you get them out the fucking pain. If you have 0.2 grams of fucking molly, you should not go to fucking prison for that. No. You're just going to go home and listen to fucking records. Yeah. Because in Portland, they fucking have a lot of vinyl. Right? <laughs> Well,
1: uh, I will call it a night. I'm going to go upstairs yes. and wake up my wife so we can watch Mandalorian episode two.
0: The Dude, this is great. It's, thank you again, man.
1: It's, a, it's a. be safe. It's a great way to end this shitty year,
0: <laughs> ain't it? Twenty twenty came through in the clutch, man, because it was getting dicey. It was. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody, listening to Cast Therapy. SCA, love you, brother. Be safe, bro. You as well.